Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined in the studio by comedian Danny Ward. Hello, everyone. How are you, Danny? Very fine, thanks, Mark. Very fine, thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm still uh, digesting the fact that uh, you watching the Neighbours trailer, the trailer for the last Neighbours episode. I did just watch it, yeah. M- made your eyes water. You said, I think the term you used was welling up. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? I used to watch Neighbours twice a day. Of course, day. I, yeah, of course it. Are you, mate, they, I tell you what will make me well up. Yeah, whenever they used to play the Neighbours theme tune on the piano, when Mrs. Daniels died, oh. and instead of playing a normal theme tune at the end, they play it on the piano. <laughs> I was, <laughs> <laughs> we like, I can, I can pinpoint loads of when Daphne died, and she went, um, oh, she was in a coma. She was in a coma, and she came around, and she went, and Des went to her, I love you, and she went, I love you too, Clarky. And, and she died. Then she died. And, then and Des ran out and he picked up the, uh, the doctor and Beverly and spun her around because she was awake. Beep, 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 beep. And then they started Neighbours on the piano. Oh, I'm going now. <laughs> <laughs> he actually is. <laughs> um, oh. I was thinking about it because it's, it's, it's a hot topic at the moment is the, the last ever... Well, it's the last thing so. we need. And if you don't know... Is to be cancelling Neighbours now with the war in Ukraine <laughs> and the cost of living crisis... One of those things, from, you know, the fundamental to our childhood has been ripped away from us. I haven't watched it in 20 years, but I just like to know it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always rem- I remember, I was thinking about this the other day when Neighbours was, everyone was talking about it, is that I think, I don't know if there's any stand-up in this as an idea or just to, to relay the story, but, but the fact that, it, like, we'd watch it twice a day because, it, like, when you were a kid, that's quite. That's mad, isn't it? No yeah. other TV show you watch twice a day. Yeah. It'll be on in at lunchtime, and then it'll be back on at dinner time. Well, I used to watch it at lunchtime when I was when we were on study leave back in right. the day. You used yeah. to get day okay, you're time off, yeah? yeah. So, and then you. But didn't you ever used to watch it in the afternoon and be annoyed with yourself when five thirty-seven came around? So you had nothing to watch because you'd already seen it. Well, and watching it twice wasn't all well, as yeah, good. I, but I remember. I, now, I, now I think you'd, I'd have to make this up because I can't exactly remember what what we'd do, but. I remember something along the lines of, like, my st- like say my stepdad was out working. Yeah, you're not concentrating. Danny. No, I'm listening because I'm just googling something are about neighbours. You li- you're not fully listening. I am. You I'm googling go- something about neighbours. What are you googling about neighbours? Uh, well, basically, Josh Widdicombe's got a book called "Watching Neighbours Twice a Day." Oh, has he? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, right. I was thinking we better when you say is there any stand up of this? It, it might have been covered. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> rang a bell then about watching it twice a day, oh, and yeah. I remembered. Yeah. So Josh has got a book out about it. So just just so we you know, send don't him a text and see if we can get some money for that plug. Um, I. It's got five out of five on Waterstones. Has Probably it? doesn't need it, mate. Five out of five. Anyway, um, yeah, you watching it, Dad? Yeah, yeah. So you, so you, sort of, sort of maybe that you'll give it. You sort of, it's almost like you're guessing what's going to happen, but he never picks up on the fact that you've watched it earlier. Yeah, or something. I feel like that's. I think that the idea that you've there's you can watch something twice and yeah. then know what's going to happen when you're watching it with someone that doesn't. There's something funny there. I, 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 it's probably not my style, but it's definitely that's a funny idea. I think quite similar to the idea we just had about you being on the phone to someone, 
and how bold you were about saying you were definitely getting the oh, train yeah, to yeah, Reading, yeah, yeah. where five minutes before I'd basically had to talk you into it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I was that, so I'll go to Reading tonight for a gig, and I, I like to drive. There, I like to drive. I feel like I'm more in control. When you I'm love driving. your driving. You won't be driven. I won't be driven. Um, and that that it took yeah it took you quite some convincing it took some convincing to, for you to tell me to get the train because it I mean obviously it's so much easier. I'm not used to be living it's in it's quicker London. and cheaper yeah and then someone phoned me and I I, I was big balls in yeah. it like, how are you getting there well obviously I'm getting the train <laughs> says Mark <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm getting the train what do you think I am mental <laughs> okay so 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 with that in mind stand up wise have you um been is this working? is this funny. I was staying in a Travelodge above a KFC the other day and it just reeked of fried chicken. So I just had to go downstairs and um, buy a bargain bucket. Yes. You think I'm going to go downstairs and complain, right? Yes. Well, it does I didn't oh. because I'm, I'm looking for the joke. Right. But I think the audience will think that. That's re- I, th- I think that's really good. I had to go straight downstairs um, to reception. Uh, you, you, I think you've got it right there. But yeah, I feel like you're going to complain. Yes, you do. Right, good. But yeah. I feel like you could be more angry. I think you should be more angry. More angry with it. More emotion. Because it's all based on reality, Mark. I did indeed stay at a travel lodge the other day. Should I tell you what, when you said it stunk of it, I instantly thought that you're going to like that because everyone loves the smell of KFC. Like it makes you hungry, doesn't it? Well, I put it this way. I did go downstairs and eat a bonus banquet. Did you? Oh, Mark, I even bolted on some other bits. But I think saying a bargain bucket is funnier. Yeah, I used to and do a line about. I used to do a line about that. I said because they bought out a buck, they bought out a um, didn't they? A bonus banquet for one. It's a single man, a, a single man's bucket. I. It's for people who like to eat their dinner out of a bucket, but yeah, only yeah, as yeah. a solitary pursuit. <laughs> I think you say I marched straight downstairs. Yeah. Because that's what you say when you complain about something, yeah. like a like a posh old woman. I marched straight downstairs, and yeah, I think that's. So I marched straight downstairs and bought a bargain bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because this need, is what I did. Might need playing around. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, there's one joke in it. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. And say, sort of, uh, it was above a KFC. And when I got up into my room, the whole place stunk of fried chicken. So I marched straight downstairs and got, I, maybe, I feel like maybe. And got three hot wings. Oh, nice, like that. A, a fillet tower burger. No. no. Mm-hmm. See, I like the idea of that. But I feel like the for that being a reveal punch, I don't think you want to... Bargain bucket. I don't, bargain bucket, yeah. I marched straight downstairs and bought a bargain bucket. Straight downstairs. And I said, I'll have a bargain bucket. Maybe say what uh, you that's said. Because you're still... Because you're, you're leaving it all to the last mi- minute. Because yeah. did you say I got a... And I got a bargain bucket. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so the trouble... So what... Ah, what, oh, there we go. This is interesting joke chat. By saying, and I got... So in that sentence... They're twigging. There's, there's a joke coming, because you wouldn't say I got to the receptionist. No. But by saying and I went said and said, I want yeah my money back. Yeah. I want uh, to change room. A bargain bucket. Yeah. So they think you can. I yes. want to change. I said I want. Well, that is a, a bargain I mean, bucket. That's that's pretty good joke chat for the intro, Danny. There you go, Mark. There this we is go. what you get now, mate. There now. you go, everybody. That's just for you. That is. Now I hope you've you enjoyed got the, that. Uh, yeah, it's a good piece. This is the big leagues, mate. I'll be, I look forward to next week to finding out. Yeah, well, I tell you what, shall I stick that in tonight? Doing a bit of MC in down the backyard. So. I think that's a nice piece. If it works, I think it's a nice piece that you can open with anywhere, really. So so if you're out on the town, you could say, staying in, staying in such and such a town. doesn't have to be the one in where you are. And then you could re- relay the story or say, it's nice idea. Last time I did a gig. I got stuck in this hotel, blah, blah, blah. And if it's in London, you say, oh, nice home gig. I better go home tonight. I don't like staying in a hotel. I stayed in one the other night. So it's quite a nice in, if it, as, a, like as, a, as an opener, if it's yeah. a big laugh. I'll give it a go. And I did go downstairs and buy a load of chicken because it's, it's what happens, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first time I've been at a travel lodge with a KFC attached. Um, attached? Yeah. Next. Well, I guess it was. was oh, it I next? think I know which one that is. Do you? Where is it? Oh, you're testing me now, champ. Uh, was there like a subway downstairs as well? Subway next door, yeah. And maybe a Toby Carvery on the corner? I think I've been there. I want to say somewhere <laughs> around uh, Banbury, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway. Speaking of Banbury. Because I turned up to the wrong one first. Speaking of Banbury, Danny. The Quip of the now. Mark tour oh, yeah. is oh, wow. coming to Banbury. 
Do you want to know where Mark? else it's coming to? Oh, I'd it's love to. It's coming to Barton on Humber, Norwich, Chelmsford, Leeds, Chorley, Bristol, Banbury, Brighton, Oxford, Burnham on Sea, Bridport, Chelmsford, Sale, Maidstone, Cambridge, Birmingham, Guildford, London, Derby, Leicester, Carlisle, Liverpool, and Cardiff. And if you live somewhere near there, tickets are available via the link in my bios on my social media and at marksimmons.co.uk. And if I'm not coming somewhere near you, let me know on social media where you are. I'll make a note. And once we've got plenty of people there, we'll, we'll put a show on. There we go. I mean, that was smooth, wasn't it, Danny? Pretty smooth, that. Smoother than a, than a stoat stick. I think that was smoother than last week's. Yeah, but you, you missed the one vital, oh, vital element. Also, you missed out. What's it, what have I missed out? The asterisks at the, uh, you know, against uh, sale 4th of November. That's the one that... Danny, Danny Ward, Ward will not be appearing. Danny Ward will not be appearing. At, so no, we don't want to, no, we don't want to stop the ticket sales. You don't want any um, refunds? No. Okay, fair enough. Um, but speaking of the tour and Edinburgh, I'm going to be in Edinburgh as well. Um, <coughs> hang on, hang nope, on. Sorry. I, I'm setting you up here, Danny. <laughs> oh, don't, oh, right. don't, don't you get out of here yourself. <laughs> no. 1.45 at the Liquid Rooms from the 6th to the 27th. I will be there. Uh, Danny Ward, you will be at the Banshee Labyrinth. Yeah, in the chamber room at 3.45. Now, and as I bring that up, that's your solo show. And also being shown in Edinburgh is uh, the Ian Cognito documentary that you co-produced and edited and directed. Yep. Um, and that is going to be on, Mark, at Just a Tonic at the Caves in the Just the Big Room. That's venue 88, half past seven. And it's going to be shown between the 4th and 14th of August and the 25th and 28th. Brilliant. And On I, that big screen. And I would recommend any comedians. I mean, if you're not a comedian, definitely watch it. But I would recommend comedians go in the group of friends sitting and watching it because it's, it's, it's a brilliant experience. It's a love letter to live stand-up comedy as much as it is a, a story of cogs. So uh, it's well, it's, uh, yeah. it's well I worth it for it. people there into their lo- comedy. There, there was... It was it was like watching stand-up in moments, like the, the, with the audience laughing. I, I was laughing out loud a lot, and also uh, it made you, makes you cry as well. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a real. I can't stress enough. That I'll never forget actually the first time I showed Joe the ending. Joe Bo. Joe Bo, who because <laughs> we, we did it all the all the work over Zoom. You know, I'd have the edit in it here, and he would be on the other end. And when I showed him the end. He just started crying. Did he? Yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> and I started crying. I guess it had been quite a you know long sort of winter really, uh, in lockdown. But yeah, I can. St- I remember it really vividly. The last bit, and he just sort of started weeping. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I and know. on that moment, on that cheery moment, this week we have you actually you're in this podcast this week. Danny. <laughs> it's getting you're, a bit awkward now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're a bit, a bit over, a bit over, over the top. I don't want to get it? overexposed. But we've got the brilliant Joey Page. He's returning for the second time. Um, good friend of the po- friend of the podcast now. If 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 the What's the, if um, the comedian is on more than once, they are now officially a friend of the podcast. Fopper. What's that? That's the uh, acronym. Fopper. Friend oh, yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> Probably not. Is it? it doesn't really Joe work. Joe Page it? is a fopper. <laughs> fopper. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, we. Sh- I mean, we. Oh, I mean, we. I mean. I hope people enjoy our chats at the beginning, but they're definitely longer than they normally are with the intro. But I think it's I think there's been lots of good stuff in there. Um, first memory of Joey Page? Up in Edinburgh doing the Amused Moose uh, oh. showcase. Uh, some sort hot of... Hot Starlets. Hot Starlets, that's it. He was 2008. MC, that, very good, Mark. He was emceeing was Hot he? Starlets. I, uh, 2008 or nine. Um, it might be 2009. might have been 2009. I think it was the first year I went up. But uh, yeah, that was um, my memory of Joe oh, Page. Wow. My first memory of Joe Page was at Top Banana Comedy Club in Hove. We were both doing a new material, like a new act night, and we both got selected from that to compare the next couple of months' gigs. It was only Joey and I did. So that's my first memory of him. Anyway, we we've been chatting for way too long, Danny. Let's get cracky with the episode. Here's Joey Page. Let's start. Let's get cracking. Joe Page has brought his notepad, and I love to see that. Love to see it. Big fan of a notepad. You've got a. It's not A4, is it? No. So, um, well, I've been doing these presenting jobs 
like in a in someone's offices, right. and they have these notebooks lying around, and I and I always nick a couple when I go in there because they, have, uh, they are wider. They're like A5 but wider. They are the perfect size for a notepad because I find A4 I get lost in an too A4 big. Yeah. pad. And I find those smaller, what small ones, too small. What's Danny Ward got here? This is what I've picked up at Wilco's just this week. <laughs> in terms of stage. If you ever, if you ever wanted to see a typical Wilco shopper, it's Danny Ward. Well, if they don't sell it, you don't need it. <laughs> it's um, so it's a it's a, a clipboard at the front with a clip, but you open it up. Left hand side, you've got a pocket for pieces. Be the energy you, you want to be. It says on the, the on the pocket. Plus, plus <laughs> a motivational quote. That's a motivational quote, which I had to be fair. I'll be honest, I hadn't noticed that. <laughs> and then an A4 pad inside. So it's just something to think about. Uh, <laughs> just something to think about. It's not for me. <laughs> so, uh, so you got your uh, stuff down there. You're writing a new show, Joey? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not? No, I'm not. Gonna, I don't do Edinburgh. It's for monks. No offence, guys. Oh, so what are you doing? You're what just writing doing? stuff. I'm, writing you're, a you're, new, I'm trying to write a new 20. Okay. Can I t- should I tell you where I'm at? Tell, me, tell us we, where you're is at. That too, is that too far ahead? Because I'd say, Joey... Need to, do we need to build up who I am so people actually care where I'm at? Uh, well, I'd, so, I'd, knows who I am, so I'd we say, Joey, we've probably covered this on the, your last episode a little bit, but you may... That's assuming you, that they're list, they've listened to that. Everyone's listening. No, but that's assuming they've listened to an episode I did about three years ago. And remembered it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, you, you, not long ago, you went for a bit of a transition with comedy, didn't mm. you? Which I think we discussed. Oh, Mark, j- joke police are on the way. That's the joke police on the way. Would you like me to <laughs> shut the window? Nah. Do you think it'd be a bit hot? Wouldn't it be like a? It's like gonna be a, a bit sauna. warm, probably. Nah, leave it open. I think it's all right. Um, so I, I'd say, Joey, I'd say. Should I, I say what happened with that? Yeah, but I'd say I'd, to lead into it. I'd, I think you are maybe one of the from our generation. One of when it in, in terms of reaction in a room i think you're one of the most improved probably the most improved act thank you does that sound i feel like that sounds a little bit like like a negative no i agree because i've that. always thought you were f- really funny but you were like you you were a very specific um Bre- flavor, flavor of ice cream yeah of comedy but now i like last couple of times i've watched you you've absolutely rocked it so tell us go so um it i put a lot of this down to a lot of failure and then also, <laughs> um, I did an Edinburgh show where I worked with my good friend Tom Parry, who was directing it. Oh, yeah. And he just said, like, I've known you a long time. You're a weird guy. <laughs> you don't need to be talking about weird stuff. He said, it's like buying a cake that's made of just icing. Whereas you want the surreal to be like the icing on the top of a normal cake. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, and that's pretty good. That's interesting. And so also, I think, like, I really loved surreal comedy growing up. And... First of all, your tastes change a bit as you get older, I think. Like, I really liked surreal comedy, but it didn't necessarily mean that it was my natural habitat. Interesting, because that's the same as me. I don't know if you remember when I started. I d- I, so compared to you, like, it was only very, f- like, wasn't, I didn't do it for very long. But I was very surreal when I started because I love Mighty Boosh. And when I started, my friend Stuart was also like this. We seem to think that, the main thing was to be original, as in yeah. as original as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. what's more original than just talking absolute w- nonsense? Yeah, yeah. So we, so I was in that mindset, but I, I didn't suit that. My brain worked in one liner, so it just mm. didn't match at all. So that you had that. The one thing that I've kept from that is the, the kind of like callbacks. Like I really liked that, which isn't necessarily a surreal thing, but like that's how I made my surreal material. They were they were your big laughs. I had like yeah, because of the callback. So. That's the one thing I've really kept. But I've also not really done it. It wasn't like a conscious decision. I just got fed up about writing about like inanimate objects coming to life or like <laughs> having a, an inanimate object for hands. Do you know what I mean? I just, yeah, you yeah. can do that so many times and it gets a bit boring. And I didn't have the creativity to pursue that. I just thought, oh, I'm just going to not yeah. even start again. I just like, I used to throw bits of material out all the time because they weren't surreal enough. Whereas right. now I kind of go the other way. Did you keep notes of those? Have you gone back to them? Uh, I mean, probably it's like books, but I was so underdeveloped as a writer then. Like so, so with like the inanimate years ago, like yeah, with the inanimate objects thing, would you find that just when you would go and do a, a reg? Because I would think in a trendy comedy club in London or Edinburgh, that stuff would r- work well. But when you go to I don't know 
some you meet and two veg yeah i find regional gigs really like interesting like it's a real skill to be able to play them because people just don't care about so much stuff out of london no. or like out of a big city but it doesn't mean that you that's an excuse to then you've got to find a way to make that material interesting to them yeah, well we have a different way well, the, the, the one that was the one we did last mm. was that sort of gig Import. and it really worked because and i'd say that tom his it, 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 what he said is spot on mm. because I felt that you got your meat and veg comedy in there mm. and then the surreal element did add an extra layer to it. Yeah. It's kind of like the more I go into a subject and I, and I think Danny Ward over there is very good at this. The more you go into like a normal subject, the more surreal it becomes because you're really focusing in on like specific details and becoming obsessed right. with them. It's interesting when you try and dissect your own thing, isn't it? Because, um, if someone said to me, well, what kind of comedy do you do? I mean, I guess, Mark, you can just say one-liners, right? But other yeah. than that, someone asked me the other day, and I pretentiously said... Someone oh, asked me what you did, actually. Yeah. I said, it's personality-based observational comedy. That's and good. And I felt sick when yeah, I said that's that. that's pretty good. But that is right, because Isn't that with you... Your personality is quite, like, obsessive about, like, little details. Like, there's nothing funnier than you getting on, like, like a rant about just, like, a little thing. And last week we were talking about Danny, the fact that he bought a stab vest... Stab proof fest. Stab proof fest. <laughs> so, so, um, w- the transition with mm. your twenty, I saw. Mm. Has th- have you fully transitioned into what you want to be? Look, I'm not putting crisps down my pants anymore. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Did you put pizza crisps boxes. down your pants? I used to. Pretend what was that one? I had a bit, and it's actually pretty good. But the language is a problem now because right. my uh, my partner has come out as non-binary, so. I used to do this thing about like, oh, I'm I'm married, um, but it's not for everybody. Um, like she's not the girl of my dreams, because the other night I had a dream about a girl who didn't have a face and was made of crisps. <laughs> and then I sort of did like a mime talking to a bag of crisps that ended up with the me pouring them down my pants because it's being sucked off by a bag of crisps basically. <laughs> but I basically that was probably like the last very surreal thing that I had in my set that I kept because it worked so well. Yeah. Because people understand the term but girl so, of my dreams. But yeah. obviously that sentence doesn't work because my partner isn't a girl anymore. So it's like, oh. I can't, and it's like personal, it just doesn't work. And I just, I just yes. need that bit. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm also, it doesn't really fit in. Like the pizza boxes thing. So the pizza boxes. Like I had two pizza boxes that I would do a play, and then we had stoned pizza. It was two pizzas that were like that were high, basically. Brilliant. But it does work. But I just don't yeah. really. You got to, you got you got like you got to take. In, but I don't. And you it's got like that's the icing on the top. So the rest of my twenty is about like going to John Lewis or whatever. Yeah. So that that stuff is quite John nice. John Lewis. I was about wanting to not go to John Lewis, but that's what I'm trying yeah. to get. Basically, where I'm at, I'm not writing a show. Back to come come back around to that. I'm not writing a show. Mm. I keep on replacing half of my 20, but the backbone of my 20 is like three bits with all the callbacks yes. and all the like me saying my Instagram yep, name yep. over and over again. Yeah, that's so good. But I've had that for four years now and I want to replace that spine of my 20 with something right. new because everything else in my 20 is new. So once you replace it, a few times hmm. does that mean you that is is your mindset you'll have an hour then of what you want yeah i mean i just don't really have any appetite to do edinburgh because i've thrown so much money at it in the past hmm. and obviously i was a different type of comedian back then so maybe i would be tempted to do it but at the moment i'm just like i'd rather use my money to do other things it'd be great if you sort of went back really in a few years yeah. with a but set that yeah, like like, like a amazing. 60 minutes yeah, that yeah. works in all the clubs but you still got to get so many other things right you've got to get the pr right you've got to get the room right you've got to get all this stuff mm. all the conditions have got to be perfect yeah and i just i've had so many times where only one of them things hasn't been right and i've lost loads of money and i just think and with the like you know obviously like i'm hearing like loads of horror stories this year about like accommodation and stuff oh and yeah like, yeah i literally just cannot be bothered we're very lucky danny yeah. wards price lock 2018 <laughs> yeah, we we got it. We got it to uh, roll over yeah, a couple good. of years. Yeah, next year's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah. But oh yeah, next year's gonna be um, potentially yeah. Yeah, non non um, a non goer. I just think like there's loads of other ways to do it. And and what I found is because of the demographic I am in, mm. and uh, there's like obviously and rightly so like a big appetite for making it very inclusive and having like people represented from all different backgrounds. It's obviously much harder for me to work in some of the areas I want to work in. But one of the areas where it's not hard to work in is the clubs. Yeah. And so I've kind of just tried to write stuff that works there 
and I'm gigging every weekend and I'm loving it. And so like, yeah, you know, but you've got to kind of, That's you have brilliant. got to tailor at least the way into your stuff to the area of the country you're in. You can't just like be like, like I, I'm trying to talk and this some of my material that I'm working on at the minute. I've, I've had this idea that I'm upper working class. Right. Right. Cause I'm from like a very working class family, but, I live like Nickelambie Road Flower Market in East London and like got my own place. And so yeah. I'm clearly not working class, do you know what I mean? But I don't, I'd hate to be middle class. So I'm trying to write like about uh, upper working class. I'm a bit of both and like. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But when I'm trying to talk about like all these like fancy coffee shops, in Scunthorpe, they couldn't give a shit about that. No. So I've got to find a way to make them care about it in the way into the bit so I can still do the bit. Right, and how, have you mastered that yet? Well, that's, I mean, that's new, but like I'm just saying with other bits, right. it's like, I, like in the in one of the old bits, I talk about going to. Uh, I, I talk about like being married. I um wouldn't use that part of my brain that I used to use to chat to girls. And the only time I'd use it is to talk to guys that I thought were cool at a party that I could become friends with. And even in some parts of the country, because right. you're almost you're not even you're not even anywhere near like saying it's a gay thing. But like in some close-minded parts of the country, people are like. Oh, is this, like you have to really work out how to get into that without people immediately yeah. going, well, I'm not going to like this guy because he's gay, which shouldn't be a thing in 2022, but it just is in certain parts of the country. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So it's like working out how to get into that bit without... Oh, that's interesting. So the actual bits aren't as big a problem as the how to get into Sometimes, them. Sometimes, I think, yeah. Yeah. So how would you... What's your What's your thoughts about the like the coffee shop thing? And well, how you'd get... I think I'm... And this is what I'm trying to like write... As I'm writing it, I'm trying to consider it now. Unless you, if you talk about like you being from a place which is like the place where these, where the audience is from. Well, that's kind of my so, angle. So, so then like, you're putting them in the position that if they move to where you, you're well, living. Well, this is what I'm saying because obviously, like my look is not what they're used to. Like they're not used to seeing a guy with like long hair <laughs> and like a pastel coloured suit come on. Your bit about that at the beginning is really oh yeah nice, which again. I mean, I can say it. <laughs> I basically like I'm aware that I look like and then reel off like ten things in a row. Yeah. So it's kind of like deconstructing that tired old thing of, I know what you're thinking, I look like a sad Ricky yeah, Gervais or whatever. But also, yeah. it's, you could, because of the way you look and the examples you give, yours is so different to that cliche because it's so inventive. They're quite specific, yeah. yeah. But it's also like, I'm, I'm immediately disarming the idea that they look at me and go, I'm not yes. going to like this guy. And I'm like, I know I look like this. Yeah. I'm like yeah. aware of that you know yeah. that i look like a prick basically is what i'm saying yeah and then they're like oh he's all right yes you know i mean but so with this thing um i've stuck so i've only done it a couple of times where i'm still playing around with it like um i'm like like i think i said it on friday where i was like i know that i don't look like i belong here 
But let me tell you, I came from a place like this, but the only difference between me and you people is I left and made something for myself. <laughs> yeah. So like I can play at high stats or low stats depending on where I am in the country. Right. And then I go, yeah. but actually it's not that good out there. We've got these coffee shops and they are a nightmare. There and we then go. that's how, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whereas if I'm like, or in a place like a middle class place, I'd be like, these places that you guys love that I'm aspiring to live in and go to, right. I find very uncomfortable because actually I'm a scumbag really. Right. So I can play it both ways. Interesting. I mean? So the thing about making the um, making something of yourself, have you, do you think some places, because there's different sorts of working class places. So mm. for example, in Kent, where I'm from, I'm from like a little village in between lots of towns. What's it called? Selinge. Uh, and if if what's, you so what's the towns that's near? It's, it's, uh, like folks, so say Folkestone and yeah, Folkestone, yeah. Ashford and yeah. Canterbury. If you do a joke in Ashford, slagging off Ashford, yeah. they love it. Yeah. If you do a gig in Folkestone, slagging off Folkestone, they don't like it. Right. It's such a weird, slightly, and they're very similar places. But I've got, I've also got a thing that I've just written for kind of that sort of thing. I kind of pick towns that are like near each other that are different and i'm like um like i'm trying to think of a good example so say like leicester and derby right yeah i'll be like oh leicester is like the the child like leicester and derby are like two siblings and leicester is the child that went away to uni whereas derby is the child <laughs> that got a full-time job in dixon's yeah, and then like I can kind of do that anywhere because I'll just mix two up. Right. Or, yeah. 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 Or I also will be. So like, will you always put the one that you're in as the ho the best one? Not no. Not or always, you'll just try no. and judge it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just judge it. And like, or like, I think I always used to say would be like, they lo it looks like the kind of town when they started doing it up and then just went, nah, fuck it. <laughs> and that people because you c that's almost true of any place. Yeah. Apart from like the centre of London or. Also, there's something funny about Dixon's. Yeah. Uh, why is that word funny? Or is, is it the word? Funny, aren't they? Yeah, because that's so much funnier than curries. Yeah. But I don't know why. I guess it's the. Addictions doesn't even exist, does it? No, I don't think so. But does that does that make it funnier? Because that that's like people are remembering. Realise it doesn't exist. Well, I, yeah, I don't hundred percent know. No. Because curries is now mixed with PC World, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Dixon's doesn't exist. Danny's anymore. the one to ask about this, I think. <laughs> Dixon's doesn't exist anymore. How no, long's it been? Defined. Alexa, when did uh, Dixon's go bust? Here's something I found on the web. According to autosport.com, Scott Dixon topped the sport. Oh, Alexa, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Scott Dixon. Fucking hell. I didn't, Never, know, I didn't know Dixon had a, had a first name. What if you say Dixon's the shop? Don't bother. She's an absolute waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Scott Dixon? Is that a footballer? I no, it was Lee Dixon, wasn't it? Yeah. I have to go old school and Google it. Oh, got to use your fingers. I don't have an Alexa. I don't have one either. Defunct 2012, 9th of October. 2012. 2012, the Olympics. So 10 years ago. 10 years ago, maybe. So, so, but that's still... Yeah, it gets a good laugh. Like. If you did it in top secret, though, do they, do they know what Dixon's is? Because they were 10 when they... Yeah, but I wouldn't do it in top secret because... Because it's not the right place. It's not, a, it's not a point yes. like central London. And the places you go out of town, they tend to be more middle-aged yeah, people. Yeah, and so I either say it to like about a town or like I've got stuff about a room. Do you know what I mean? I will always have like a line. Like, or if yeah. it's like, like I, I came up with a new one on Friday. I, where I was was a market town, right? And I think, oh, I mean, market town's quite a lot, it seems, doing gigs, right? And I was like, market town, which is basically code for fuck all's happened here for over 150 years yeah <laughs> and they love it do you know what i mean because right. they live there and they get it and it's yeah like, yeah but whereas i'll be like if i'm in a room that looks like a nightclub like top secret mm. i'd probably go on and be like bet a few people have been fingered in here because yeah, <laughs> that's right. the kind yeah. of place where people finger each other <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? it's like or like if it's like a tudory barn kind of place i'll be like henry the eighth's airbnb or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then you do enough of them rooms that you've always kind of got something right and then they but do you always go to a gig because i've never done this but I used to kind of, I think it really does work. I mean, when I was new, I really noticed it when in the open mic circuit, when someone came in and did something about the room. Yeah. I just think that's such a good skill. But I, I've never, it's not really my style mm. to sort of go, because it's the classic one, which is, 
um they, it's like they got my rider i said i would not do the gig mm. unless everyone's yeah. spread out and there's more light yeah. on you than that and yeah. but i that's just such a, a hack, hack kind of thing to do now but but i mean it really works every time my favorite hack thing is because i've had three compares do it in like the last month all right is um so we've got uh we've got uh, an act then a break then an act then another break then uh, we've got another break, which is the rest of your lives, or it's a month long to the next night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every, every, that? Everyone does that bit. Daddy, you, do you do that what? bit? Uh, no, I don't. I try not to compare. The trouble you've got, though, is if you come in and do a line about the room, yeah? Yeah. Is that you might think, hey, look at me off the top of my head doing this. But if they're regular audience, how many people have come through and they go, oh, yeah, there he goes. He's well, spot, he's, he's spotted the, well, last, the chandelier. Yeah, well, last week I did. So the gig where I recorded with Windsor and Russell Hicks, go check it out in the archive if you haven't seen it. Um, that Perfect. room, there are about a million light bulbs above the audience. And Windsor said to me, don't mention the light bulbs. Yeah, exactly. Every single comedian. Because yeah, yeah. it was as soon as I saw them, I was like, some, you know, oh, light bulb moment. Or do you know what I mean? There's yeah. loads of jokes you could do. It's a bright, it's a bright idea. A similar thing to that. Is, and it's really awkward. If someone's closing... And they go on and they ask the questions same. to the front row. Right. And the MC did it at the beginning of the night, but the closing act wasn't there for that. Yeah, you've told me about three and or four times recently that that's happened. You can't to you. look, can you? Because it's so. It's just everyone, boring. Everyone knows the answer. And everyone looks really awkward. Because so if I'm. Like, Why is he doing this? So it's if I'm. Been done. So if I'm closing. Oh, doing it. If I'm closing, I start to talk to the audience. If I ask a question, I always stick in, have you been asked that already? Yeah. And then, and I go, and if they say yes, I go, all right, what did we find out? So I try and get it mm, and then try and good. work. Well, the other rule is to move a couple of rows back, isn't it? And yeah. just, just mine into the middle, which might not have been. Or asked. I change the question. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so what have you got down in your notepad? What's, what have you been working on? So It's kind of refreshing having someone that's not working on an hour. Yeah. It's quite nice just working but on your 20. Because you know, I think your 20 is the most important thing. Mm. That's yeah, I've got a great book about it comedy that a comedian wrote when I got given it years ago and they said look after your 20 and your 20 will look after you it's your workhorse it's what gets you paid yeah uh, you know you should don't just think of it as a, as a secondary thing and your 20 and your club set is yeah is everything and it's uh, and the, what I love about club 20 is it should be all about being funny like the whole thing yeah it, sh it should be as funny as you can for yeah so what you got there so well there's why this have you you got a whole page there with half ripped out why did you rip uh, that out because I wanted uh, I've I got a bit where I read out some reviews about about um, so I've got I've got this new bit. It's, it's about how there's like so many there's so much choice in a supermarket sometimes. Like I feel like almost all my bits are now set in supermarkets, <laughs> but um, I guess I just spend a lot of time in there myself. And yeah. But basically, um, there's too many types of mousse in the dessert fridge in ASDA, right? Right. And then I sort of do a bit about <laughs> that. Yeah, and like, there's one thing there's more of than types of moose in the dessert fridge as that, and that is reviews about moose on the as the website. <laughs> and then I read out some reviews. Right, oh, I've made them up. Okay, right? cool. But I need a list. I but had you seen that there were? Like. Had you seen there were loads of yeah, reviews yeah. on and it? And that like, gave the idea. Yeah, and some like I was like, oh, if they'd have gone a bit further with that, that would be funny. So I've kind of taken the original idea, but then okay, great, used it to like jump off from. But so I just need a bit of paper to look like I was reading from a list. But there's nothing on the bit of paper. So that's why. Well, that, that's uh, that's. But then this was quite nice because it was. Then I had this little like half page where I had like my set and then underneath some notes about it. But anyway, um, so I used I, to do a thing yeah. when, when I was quite new and I was like just trying to work out ways of turning that get right writing. I went, I'd go to Asda and I wouldn't let myself leave until I'd written a joke about something in Asda. So I'd walk around and just try to think of jokes. Do you know a couple I came up with? Yes, please. That they didn't really work. I've got one which sort of works about cured ham mm. like why don't they tell you what was wrong with it i like that and then there's another one about the chilled department and it's being like so it's just with their yeah someone with their feet up but yeah. that never worked but i feel like there's definitely something in chilled department yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah i went to the and you know if you work i started in, working in the in i wanted to i always wanted to work in the chilled department you know the other bit's cool where it's like goods that don't need to go in the fridge it's called yeah. ambient what? It's at ambient temperature. No, oh, that's a good it's, it's a bit No one knows yet. that though. That's a I know, but I'm telling you, if yeah, you've worked at Marks and Spencers, you'd know. <laughs> I like that's, I like I like deals but like that, Jay. I used to have a thing about there was in the in the aisle these I think it was Sainsbury's, they had uh, everyday yogurts. The sign that says everyday yogurts. 
As if, like, compared to what? Those yogurts you have on a special occasion. I, well, there is. Because <laughs> you yogurt. There, well, I've, uh, this is in my moose bit about how there's, like, the extra special ones, which is, like, made from all these, like, fancy ingredients, like Madagascan vanilla. Yeah. Like it makes a difference where the vanillas come from. Yeah. Well, you say that, but actually, you do know about <laughs> vanilla flavouring. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, vanilla flavouring is comes not from an anus of a beaver. It, how the fuck do you know that? Because it's just a fact. It's not I've actually I've the anus. It's called you the done a bit sac. Have you done it's, it? it's located next to the anus. Have you done a bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we've seen. I, I know that because I've seen your bit. Yes, that's where that's where the vanilla flavouring comes from. North, and it's not only a beaver; it's a North American um, beaver. That still sounds. And my point was, how the fuck did anyone ever work that out? Yeah, yeah, that's good. But in it, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Stick your finger up and. Mm. Yeah. Vanilla with that. So actually, you do want your vanilla to be good quality. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just like it's you know those those yogurts are mm. aimed at middle class people to make them feel special every day yeah yeah whereas like, i'm only allowed to have them if it's like my mom's 40th it's a special <laughs> occasion yeah <laughs> i mean it's, not my, it's never been my mom's 40th she's in the 60s <laughs> you know yeah 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 oh and then i had another one about chili chocolate but it's not in the fridge and also chili chocolate people don't really know what that is so i think when you say chili chocolate their first thought is cold chocolate isn't it yeah. so that sort of ruins the joke i think no i think it's with chilies in it yeah, but you're from East London. Yeah, well, there we go. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, trendy um, East London. Uh, so what else you got down, Joe? Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm really trying to work on what I thought was the backbone of my new 20. But <laughs> then, it, then it turned out, actually, I think what the backbone of my 20-minute set is this whole upper class, like the difference between being middle class and working class and me being somewhere in the middle and calling it upper working class. So I've never heard anyone use that expression. So I think yeah. that's like an idea. That's like a whole thing. Uh, like I've got loads of ideas that I'm just about to start exploring where it's like, uh, like I like sushi now. I love only sushi. from Tesco's. Like I'll draw a lot. Like I won't get it from somewhere fancy because I'm not middle class, but I'm not working class. Oh, really? Or like, yeah. uh, like, and I haven't, but it's like, I've gotten mm. into jazz, but I can also bleed your radiator. Like I'm in that yeah. middle ground and it's like, and depending on the audience, I can either punch up or punch down depending on where I am. And I just think like I can have yeah. jokes both way around. Because you could then give examples of doing both. Then. Exactly. And it's like, and where it gets me into trouble. Like, and I've got this bit about the coffee shop where it's like, I grew up in a place where, um, you know, there was one coffee shop and it was, a, if you want to get a coffee, you'd have to get it from a greasy spoon. They only ask you one question. Do you want bread with it? Because bread comes with everything in a greasy spoon. <laughs> Whereas now, you go and buy a coffee and it's like, it's easier to fill out a mortgage application than it is to buy a fucking coffee <laughs> in one of these places. They ask you so many questions and it's like, yeah, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And like none of the words sound good coming out of my mouth. So I tell you what, I, I have, because I've got my Pret subscription. Mm. I should try and get sponsored by Pret. You um, should. How's it, that working we, out for you? Is it worth it? Oh, it's amazing. Because I, I, I use it as my office, basically. I go to the Pret yeah, right. and you get five coffees a day. Yeah. Um, half hour space between them. And bec- I, I started to get paranoid that if I have a, I have a decaf, I don't even have caffeine. Yeah, don't you don't have caf. Don't have caf. Because um, I, I was having so many, I was like, oh, I can't be having full fat milk I all the time. I was thinking about the amount of full fat milk you drink in, actually. Yeah, well, so <laughs> I... <laughs> thanks, Danny. I'm glad you're, you're worried about me. Well, it's a lot of... Because they... It's, yeah, I think it's bad. I, I don't think it's full fat. I think they use semi-skimmed or oh, skimmed. Oh, do they? So if you can just... So, I, well, I, so that's, what, that's what skinny means, right? Skinny, yeah, but I just can't bring I, myself to yeah. use that I'd term. I'd say I'm in the same well, this is bracket what I'm as you. Mm. I ain't asking mm. for a skinny coffee, mate. I'm no, saying with I, skimmed milk. And they go skinny, and I go, if you insist. But this <laughs> is what... I, so but I, this I've is what asked. the whole bit's about. It's like, I go, I go, can I have a white <laughs> coffee? And then they go, Americano? I'm like, no, I'm from South London. <laughs> Flat white. And I'm like, yeah, I am a bit. That's why I want the caffeine. It's like, but I won't say, none of these words sound good coming out of my mouth. Latte doesn't sound good coming out no. of someone from South London's right. mouth. Uh, croissant, uh, pain of chocolate. Like, yeah, I just saw yeah. these examples like that. Oh, that's funny. And just like, yeah, there's the whole ordeal of like, mm. but then I go, but it has changed me because I've been doing that for months now. And then I go back to my mum's house and she offers me a coffee. And I say is the bean of single origin. Like I'm becoming a cunt, <laughs> yeah. basically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like me trying to be okay with that. And it's like my fa- how my family feel about that. Like my mm. dad wanting to like disown me or whatever. I haven't written that as a bit yet, but I think that's coming down the line of like... It might be funny if you sort of say... He's ashamed of me because I'm becoming middle class almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you sort of when you... I like the idea of you go, going to your mum's and having a coffee yeah. and like saying skinny. Yeah. And then she goes, yeah, you need feeding up. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? 
like there's oh, that's good but it's like so have, you, so have you been doing that yeah i did it like in its i did it in its entirety at a like paid gig for the first time on friday right and it's like i just feel like that ending's all right like the ending i've got for the minute is like I, my mum goes don't be silly. there's no beans in coffee it's granules right right yeah. which is all right but i think i've got to find a better ending or whatever i don't know yeah but, um and there's more to write around it. I mean, it's definitely it's a grounded joke, and you, and it's your mum. Oh, yeah. Something in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. it is good coming on this podcast. You're right, Told you. I've got a joke I've been working on, but it doesn't really hit that well. It's because it's about death. People don't like it, but about um, um, my my mate told me about this article he read about a guy that drank so much coffee yeah. that he died, and I was like, oh, was it instant? He went, no, ground. Uh. Which I think is a good joke, but, good. but 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 by mentioning nice. the guy dying, people just don't really like hearing that. I don't think because I could, but then I could lead into that in a different way, maybe, and say I only drink caf- uh, decaf actually now. I don't; it's not good for you to have too much caffeine. Like I, my mate told me that that would be a more natural into the story. Whereas at the moment, I've just been going. My mate read an article, and I feel like it's a bit stunted. But by saying, I we never, talked about. Either earlier or before, depending <laughs> on where, where you <laughs> publish Or the patron. I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't remember. But when you talked about adding emotion to a joke. Yeah, that yeah. That was in the patron, yeah, right, yeah. last week. Um, so uh, if you want to hear about that, go check out the patron. There's one other thing that I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out. And that is, life's really difficult. And wouldn't, uh, sometimes I just wish I was a bug. Because then you don't have to worry about like it's rising. you're not surreal anymore, isn't it? <laughs> no, but I'm trying to, but it's, it's the way into it, isn't it? It's like, it's like, I wish I was a bug because I wouldn't worry about like Fred Perry having to email me back about me trying to get some some sponsored shirts that I can wear on stage or like that gas prices of, I mean, I did it a few years ago, but <laughs> they didn't get back to me, it broke my heart. I was like, I'm cool enough <laughs> to be wearing Fred Perry's that they've given to me for free. I'm going to email them. It didn't get back to me. I think of a fuck. Um, or like... <laughs> still waiting um or like uh you know the fact that in my area a pint seven pound if yeah. it was a bug that wouldn't bother me or like have, going to hairdressers a nightmare because they go oh what um oh do you like i tell you what comedian i like uh peter k and billy Connolly. so i don't go into hairdressers and go I te- I fucking love Sweeney Todd, by the way, and I love Vidal Sassoon. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's the well, that's un- funny. I know, but it's like, maybe that's in the wrong, in the wrong I bit. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a, to me, that is a bit, wait, at the beginning <laughs> of the, the beginning of the show where you're establishing you're a comic. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're, the things people say to me. That's a really funny line, yeah. Because I got this whole idea, which I've not really worked on, that I was trying to engineer getting a stand innovation. <laughs> by being like, saying, a st- like you guys aren't excited that I'm here because you don't know who I am. Kind of a bit like that thing I said, but you're, I'm the comedian that this town deserves. Like you don't deserve like a a high profile. Mm. James Acaster's not going to come to to Welling Garden City. I'm coming to Welling Garden City because that's what you deserve. <laughs> and then like trying to reverse engineer it, that'd be like, I don't know. I haven't worked how, out. You haven't worked out how you're going to do it. But it's like because I also think. Sometimes it's a bit risky to kind of remind them that you're not. It just depends, really, doesn't it? But I quite like the idea of I think being in that area. I think if you're like the situation when you're replacing someone that they're excited about seeing, mm. I think by going like that, you're almost showing them you're so confident. Yeah, that is that what it is supposed to be. Talking down about it could yourself. be. But then in some places they will take it as face value yeah. and go, "Yeah, you're not, you're not." Good because I think <laughs> when you've got the status of like headline the gig. And I always do this in my Edinburgh shows, not so much in a twenty. But I absolutely love to have a bit of like have a bit of a tantrum on stage. Mm. I think it's so funny to be indignant and be like Right, yeah, yeah. You know. Kind of like what you were saying earlier about when people will go, um, oh my rider was there's more light on the audience than mm. I would be like I like to go on and find something wrong about the room and be like I'm the head this shouldn't be like this. Right. I I wasn't told it was going to be like this. Like I like to oh, like, so you're, I like so I'm just at work. I know this is your big special night out, but I'm at work. Yeah. And I'm not I'm but, not happy about this. But so is it just you just shown an exact example of when you you're punching up and punching down almost mm. that kind of it's not quite punching up and punching no. down, but it's like one angle you're saying I'm not good enough yeah, and yeah. Two, and the other angle is it's funny because everyone knows that you're 
That's good. It's yeah, but I love that. And I like yeah. to kind of like have a... Or like how I used to do it in an Edinburgh show and I kind of want to maybe bring it into my set a bit more is I'd find a young person and be like, I'm sorry this if this is boring for you. Like you've had to give me your attention for more than seven minutes. <laughs> like yeah. really like to like lay into them like that mm. a bit and just be like, would you, would you be more interested if I was dressed as a phone? Like <laughs> all this kind of stuff, but... Oh, that's, that feels like an end of an Edinburgh show. Well, it you was, come out as a, but as I, a how, I rev, how I take that from an old Edinburgh oh, show really? and put it into a set almost. Yeah. It's like, so I was dressed as a phone at one point. Yeah, that's I was great. like, do you like my apps? I was just shouting at it, looming over like a young guy in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I was scared of being 36 at the time. Do you know what I mean? So that's yeah. what the show was about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Page Hashtag Awooga to Joey Pager for the second timer on the podcaster. Fop <laughs> There we go. Great stuff. Lovely episodes. Really enjoyed that chat. Um, if you'd like to listen to the rest of the interview, head over to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. You can sign up there for them as little as three pounds a month. And that opens you access to over a hundred bonus podcasts. So go check that out. Any feedback from the episode, let us know at jokes with Mark across all social media. Um, and if you go on, go on, go leave us a review on Spotify or Apple podcasts. Go on. You know, you want to drop the bionic elbow on that five star review. Have you, have you left a five star review yet, Danny? Oh yeah. You oh, will oh. do in a minute. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, also, if you leave us a review on Apple podcasts, just, you could you could tell tell everyone about the the podcast, but there's already loads like that. Tell us your favourite joke. What's your favourite joke and who's it by? Don't just do it your favourite joke. That's a nice little thing you could do. Um, but, and then we could read those next week. It'd be like a little little feature. That's a bit of fun. That that is a bit of fun. Yeah, needs go on then. So go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a lovely five star review, and uh, write that right in there your favourite joke and who who it's by. Um, I think that's it. Anything more from you, Danny? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Danny. Hashtag Awooga, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.